welcome to episode 64 of the local meta my name is fletcher and i'm john so john how's it going oh, not too bad it's been an all right day i got to watch some pro tour i got to play some standard how, how does um uh feel to still have not won one of our pro tour drafts so <laughs> i'm just gonna say that it's this is part of my whole long con to get to the point where i'm going to i get the pack one pick one as it were for the team drafts yeah the team event that is coming up for the very next pro tour because i'm that better pan out man <laughs> the one time the peach garden oath just goes like oh three drop from the pro tour i'm just like what the shit what the shit yeah <laughs> But I also think I have a better handle on like the teams in general. Probably. So maybe I'll I might be able to like pull one out of there. We need to figure out what we're doing for that too. It's like I'm assuming yeah. we're just gonna draft three different teams. Yeah, probably. So I don't know. I don't know. But yeah. I I'm just gonna say that like I basically knew nothing about professional magic players and I knew a few names and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And for the first, like the first two I picked, or the first like two events we did, and this is again not basically not knowing much about anyone, I put people in the top eight. Yes, like this is only the second PT that of, of picks that we've had. So we started in uh, PT Monquette, and only two of them, I have not had somebody in the top eight. Yep. <laughs> and you could have this one also, but for some reason neither of us picked Owen. Yeah, and usually I do. So, and um. I, I yet again got super sad because I like to pick Shoda, and then every time I pick Shoda, Shoda does terrible. Oh, well, you know, you can always hope. I suppose he didn't do terrible in Ixalan, but you know, he didn't live up to my expectations. Yeah, I mean. Which, what what do you do, right? Yeah. See, like, like, I'm pretty sure when I picked Shoda, my whole thing was like, man, I really hope he can resist playing Grixis because Control is really good in this format. Because mm-hmm. Control's just dominating the Pro Tour at the moment. Like, it has a really the the deck with the actually the deck with the highest conversion rate is Mono Red Aggro. Hmm. But uh, like the Control decks are also doing really really well. And I have this unfortunate feeling that Shoda is not playing blue-white or blue-black, and he's playing some three-color deck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, don't, I, I don't know. I have not seen his list, but it's just a theory of mine. So. Oh, well. But I suppose just for, for the people out there listening, um, uh, so my picks were I picked Reed Duke, finished 15th. Uh, Seth Manfield, who finished 68th, and Martin Juza, who finished 318th. I picked uh, Brian Brondewin, who got 159th. Brad Nelson, who finished 27th, which is really cool. And yeah. Shota, with his 448th. <laughs> Every time I'm like... And the funny thing is, like, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, man, I should just take Owen, because Owen's available. I'm like, nah, I gotta have a Japanese guy in there. Shota's really good. Nope. Nope. Yeah. I, I thought about it for my left. Like, 
last picking Owen feels weird because usually it's always like first pick Owen for me. But yeah, it's, it's one of us takes Owen, the other one takes Seth. That's pretty much how our picks have been going lately. No, I don't. Oh uh, no, we haven't. I don't think any of us have ever picked Seth. You thought I did last time, for some reason. Oh, that's true. Yeah, because I I actually picked Shota last time. I picked Shota a lot. Apparently, I'm like going back in time looking at her stuff. It's like, man, I have a lot of Shota on my list. Yeah. <laughs> oh well. But, uh. But, yeah. So on a related topic, um, we're just gonna kind of take it easy again this week and do some crack some crack packs. We're gonna. Um, uh, we got some Dominaria packs. I've been actually. I actually did a draft today. I did a draft yesterday on Arena. Um, man, my deck yesterday. I I went six and three, but I feel like I should have. I should have had a seven. Yeah, a seven win deck there. Mm-hmm. Or I had a set. I had a seven win deck. My deck was there, but <laughs> the, the level know. of variance not so much. Then I was playing it, so who knows what happened there. Fair. But, um, uh, yeah, and today I just did not so great. I think I finished. I think I was like two and three or one and three or something like that. It was really bad. What was but your deck today, color wise? It was a um, uh, oh, crap. I'm trying to remember. Uh, blue, blue, green. All right. But I should have. I should have been um, green, black. I believe. That's fair. I I'm not you. sure though. I got um, uh, what did I? I first picked some card, and then second picked. I first picked like a black card of some sort. That's probably decent. But then I second picked um, uh, uh now I cannot remember the name of the dumb thing. Uh, it makes the sapperlings like the the big fatty green creature that it's a reprint. Um, makes the sapperling oh, verdant forest. Yeah, ver- a verdant forest. Um, just went off the deep ends, and that yeah, I'm like I'm like I can do this. I'll get some ramp, blah blah blah, stuff like that. Um, and then picked. I ended up getting that uh, that Tatiana, not Tatiana or whatever the the Merfolk blue green Merfolk that you know Tatiova. Tatiova, there we are. That when you play a land or you know when you play a land, you draw a card, gain life. Um, that so, card was good. Yeah, that card's amazing, and it's almost always splashed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I should have splashed it was the thing um, when I realized it, but also I didn't see my Verdant Force the entire time until the very last game on my last turn, I activated that uh, green land that lets you look at the top view of your, your library. I was dead on board no matter what, and that was the card, that the only card I could pick from that. <laughs> look, a Verdant Force. Die. Die, yeah. Uh, you know... At least, at least you actually have a handle on the format, which is actually like goes against everything we've ever had with these crack packs before. So, yeah, my um, uh, yeah, that that wizard deck I had, like, I I felt like I couldn't lose. It was stupid, but even yeah. though I did, I really good. I'm hopefully I want to bring this up after the fact, but I have some interesting things to say about that format or about that deck in general. So. Uh-oh. Okay. All right. Well, let's right. let's just f- freaking do this. Um, for yeah. for anyone who's curious, uh, these Dominaria packs for cracking are my prize packs from going four zero today in standard. So, uh, Russ specifically said that he wanted me to say 
Well, Russ wanted me to say everything that I opened in my packs in this episode, so... We'll get as many as we can. And we're going to take that to uh, the ninth degree, as it were. Yeah. All right. First up is is supposedly a highly, highly impactful modern card that's going to just completely revolutionize the matchup. I know what you're talking about. Healing Grace. Yep. (laughs) Nope. Okay. I would... I would tear that card in half if it, if I opened it just to make sure that somebody after me didn't pick it and play it. <laughs> I've seen people like lose to their opponent playing this card, which is like the worst thing ever. I mean, people lose to fogs, and guess what? You shouldn't be playing yep. stuff like that usually. All right, this card is actually good. We have a deep freeze. Oh yeah, that's that's on my, top of my stack right now. Big, I'm a big fan of Deep Freeze, but I think you have to be playing very heavy flyers for it to be good. Yeah, that's what I thought. So that blue-green deck I just played, I played a Deep Freeze as one of my removal, and it would stonewall me a lot. Yeah. Like, 04 is a big booty in this format. Like, damn. Yeah. Although I did... Lo- one of the games I won, I locked up my opponent's creature, and then... Um, the, it, it, I don't remember what it was, but I'm, uh, they kept blocking with it, but I was attacking with a Thorn Elemental, so it just didn't do anything. <laughs> like, block uh, seven. Seven U. U. <laughs> but. Uh, all right, next card. Right. Fervent Strike. One red instant target creature gets plus one, plus oh, and gains first strike and haste until end of turn. It's combat trick. It's not bad. I, I, I didn't really love this card, but it's it's fine. I think you need to be in the right deck for it to be good, mm-hmm. but it's definitely not something I ever want to first pick in any universe. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Next up, Drudge Skeleton, or sorry, Drudge Sentinel. Yeah, there we are. Um, that card is surprisingly annoying. It's especially when you're playing green. Yeah, I mean, I'm still on them. Uh the deep freeze for sure yeah none of these are pulling me away i love how many people get tilted by dredge sentinel when they learn tapping it is not part of the cost and you can activate the ability when it's already tapped oh really like that's just how i mean it's it's supposed to be a riff on regeneration and that's how regeneration yep that's exactly what it does like it it is a riff on regeneration if it is already tapped it doesn't matter you can still activate its ability (laughs) there are people i mean i yeah i knew that whatever okay there are people who get tilted by that Hmm, okay. By a lot. It's funny. Okay, whatever. How about a Mammoth <laughs> Spider? Are you interested in a 3-5 for 5? with 3-5 reach for 5? I mean, when I deep freeze it, it doesn't do anything. So, <laughs> If I'm playing green, I want the card. So, yeah, I mean, you know, if I'm opening it, though, I'm taking deep freeze because I think that's just a higher upside card. Yeah, one, one, because I want to be in blue. But... Yeah. How about a Death Bloom Thalid? Is that the um? Uh, that's the what one three is that again? For, three two for three in black. When it dies, create a one one green sapling. Okay. Token. I can't because there, yeah, there's like that one. There's the one where you can like sacrifice a creature and get plus two plus two. I was trying to remember. Death Bloom Thalid is fine. I like it. I'm still on deep freeze, but this is probably my second card, just with the decks I like. Death Bloom Thalid is, Thalid is actually really entertaining because, like. It's at its best in the green-black deck, obviously, because it's just mm-hmm. the green-black is sapling-based. But yep. you will never wheel a Deathbloom Thalid ever because every black deck will play it. Oh yeah, it's just a solid card. I mean, yeah. it's a th- it's a three-two that dies into a creature. Like <laughs> exactly, like 
So it's 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 just one of those like super annoying cards for people where it's like, man, yeah. I really wish that Deplum Ballad would actually come my way, but Yeah, no way. Alright. How about Shivan Fire? That's the um uh one red deal two kicker deal four? Yep. It is burst okay. lightning, but only for creatures. Okay. It's fine. It's good. I mean that's a good card. Opinion on it over deep freeze? <laughs> If if I want to really end up in the Wizards deck, I want this card over Deep Freeze. Mm-hmm. But Deep Freeze just answers everything, and I like that. Um, it's very close for me. Okay. I'll even say I don't know. I, I'd probably just say Deep Freeze for now, just to not change. But How about a Sparring Construct? No. Just, no. 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 Good in the right deck. But it has to be the right deck. The 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 deck I was playing the the game I won, or at least one of the games I won, my opponent played two of those. So you're like, this is the greatest thing ever. This is the greatest thing ever. Yep. Gideon's reproach. Two mana, Good card. Two mana instant four damage target attack. You're blocking. But I'd rather have either of the other cards. I think I talked about. Ooh, ooh. Uh, elves. I would seriously consider Llanowar Elves. That's that's in my in my stack of considerations. I don't know. I don't know yet. I'm hoping yeah. I don't have to decide. And some, there's just like a bomb. Oh, well, we we have three different colors for our considerations. Yep. This, this card is actually really really good. The Eldest Reborn, four colorless and a black saga. First chapter, each opponent sacrifices a creature or planeswalker. <laughs> Second chapter, each opponent discards a card. Third chapter, put target creature or planeswalker card from a graveyard onto the battlefield under your control. Yeah, I played against a deck that had the had that card. The first time I played it was like, whatever, I don't care. I was able to answer like every part of it, didn't do anything. The second one was the problem. <laughs> <laughs> the Elvis Reborn is honestly like a house in my opinion. I don't know yeah. if I'm taking it over Llanowar Elves or Shivenfire, but it's mm-hmm. close. The card is good. Fair. What's your thoughts? Uh, I haven't had a chance to play with it, and honestly, every time I've played against it, I've been like, shrug. Right. It's been it's been good, but not great, if that makes sense. That's fair. Like, if, you know, if... If you're you have to be building your deck in the right way to make it to make it good, in my opinion. Ah, uh, if you mean you have to be playing swamps in your deck, I guess. See, I don't think that's good enough. Like, I think you have to be on so like you have to at least have some sort of minor reanimator strategy to make this card like actively good. I like. I, I think definitely at its, don't I think at its, that. I think at its lowest level, it's fine. So the thing is, like. It in and of itself is a three for one, right? It in and of itself is a two for one. It is some. It, it is most of the time a three for one. I mean, I mean, it is. It is very easy to be on a board where you play that they sacrifice a Thalid, they discard a card that's not a creature, and you reanimate nothing. Yeah, but I mean, by the time you're casting it, ideally, you know, you guys have been actually playing a game of Magic, right? Yeah, and like. But I mean, like that. I just don't think, like, I don't think that's unreasonable. Or the creature you're getting is like a, you know, 
a dumb two three or something like that. Yeah. I, I mean, it's it's something. I mean, I'm not saying it's like, but it's not like. It's not insane. I think I don't know. I think I've, people are way higher on this card than they should be. Okay, that's fair. But I I think it's better than you think it is. But I don't it's, I don't yeah. think it's better than Shivan Fire or Lanor else. I would I'll agree with that. I would yeah. definitely take it over Deep Freeze. I think I agree. Okay. In that case, I'm going to move Deep Freeze into the we're not taking it file. Sounds good. <laughs> Uh, Triumph of Gerard. If you don't want Eldest Reborn, I definitely don't think you want this card. I no. Two mana. Put a plus one plus I, one counter on target creature. Control the greatest power. Do that twice, and then Saga yep. third chapter. Target creature. Control the greatest power against flying, first strike, and lifelink. So I, here's the fun. Here's the funny thing. Eldest Reborn. I think the card is good, but don't really like it. Mm-hmm. This card, I think, is less good than that, but I like it. <laughs> I have won a game because of this card, but I uh, yeah, me too. I, I mean, not, I do not think it is exceptional by any means. Mm-mm. All right, no, no. Uh, our third uncommon is Final Parting. Search library for two cards. Put one in your hand, the other in your graveyard, and shuffle your library. Oh, we, we just slam that thing. <laughs> yeah, that card is basically unplayable. Yeah. It's good except, it, except, except it combos super well with your Eldest Reborn. Ooh. There we go. Reanimate my tracks, those motherfuckers. <laughs> All there right. we go. And we have a Mythic Rare. Giora, Weatherlight Captain. Legendary creature, human artificer for two colorless, a blue, and a red 3 3. <laughs> what if you cast a historic spell? Draw a card. I honestly like because I'm dumb and just would try to force it. I'd probably take Jura, right. but I think that's wrong. Like if you're actually trying to win games, I actually <laughs> agree with you. Um, my biggest problem with Jura is her colors are not the colors of the historic decks. The historic yeah. decks are Esper. She's mm-hmm. very much not Esper. Like. Very no, much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the like in normal situations, like if we're in any normal set, blue red would be the color of artifacts. But mm-hmm. in this set, that is very much not true. Like yeah. I like Jura as a card. If you can get her going, she's insanely powerful. Mm-hmm. The problem is you have to get her going. So Yeah. Like basically I want to like open her pack three when I'm like playing the Wizards deck and have just like both the legendary wizards and just like a bunch of dumb shit like that. Yeah. And then I probably still don't play her, but whatever. So I think out of this pack, I'm probably taking the Shivan fire. I, yeah, I'm probably on the Shivan fire too. Like, I think, I think Shivan, like it's, it's between Shivan fire and Lana or else. Yeah. I, I definitely think it's between those two, but I, I think like if I had to pick one, I'd take Shivan fire because as uh, Marshall likes to say, well, if you match them both up against each other, what happens? Yeah, right. Put them <laughs> in the arena. Yeah. Um, I think Shivenfire also has a higher floor but a lower ceiling. Yes. And like Lana or Elves has like a really low, like the floor on that can be low. But like if you get Lana or Elves going and just ramp something stupid out, you can just crush people. Yeah, I, I agree with that completely. Like, being ahead on mana is amazing, but one of these cards is really good when you top deck it on turn 7, and the other one is terrible, so... Yeah, exactly. So. All right. 
Shiv and fart. Hack one, pick one, shiv and fire. I regret nothing. All right. All right. <laughs> Deep freeze. <laughs> Put it on the top right now. So why mean. not? Uh, Fervent Strike, we've already established this is not the pick over Deep Freeze. Nope. How about a Sarah Disciple? What do you think of that card? Oh, what is... Is that the 1-1? One, 1-1 one? One, one for 2 in white, flying first strike when you cast a Historic Spell. It gets plus 1, plus 1 until end of turn. So, I think people overvalue this card. I agree. I think like, the card's good in the right deck. Yes, the card's good in the right deck, but I think most of the time it's it's actively not good. I agree. So, but okay. Uh, what is your opinion on mill in this format? Um, I don't really have an opinion on it in this format. Only in our <laughs> devastation. <laughs> well, we have Hammer and Explorer. Which... So here, uh, so actually, I do have an opinion on this card, though. All right. I I am okay with this card. <laughs> like, there's no way I'm first picking it. Yeah, but. I don't, like, getting that card, I'm, like, not embarrassed to put it in my deck, I don't think. It's a hill giant in blue, which you almost never get. Like, its body is fine, (laughs) and I think people get blinded by the fact that it has a mill effect on it, and be like, oh, it's only good in the mill deck. Exactly, like, like a 3-3 for 4, like, I... There were a couple times in that, in, you know, my deck today was terrible, but I'm, uh, even when I've been playing blue other times, like... I see that card and I'm like, I am happy to see this card. Like, and yeah. that's unusual. Like, just having a three three, a three three matches up well against a lot of stuff. Yeah, like, and like, I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes you can just get lucky and you will stumble your way into the mill deck because there is a yeah. mill deck in the format. Yeah. You need very very specific things, but it does exist. Yep. So. Uh, next up, we have Cross and Druid. That's the two three that gains you ten life. Uh, two three for three kicker for eight gain ten life. I cast two of those for with the kicker. I'm so sorry. <laughs> during my draft, I had three of them in my deck. I'm so sorry. Oh yeah, it was bad. <laughs> That's how bad this was. I like how you um, and you said your record was like one in three. <laughs> uh, it was one in three or two and three. I can't remember. Uh, Drudge Skeletons, again. Yep, okay, so. whatever, we're not picking that. Broken Bond, destroy target artifact or enchantment, you put a land card from your hand onto the battlefield. We're not meaning that. Uh, I think it is main deckable. Really? I, th- I think disenchant effects are main deckable in this format by a lot. Hmm. Um, okay. I think the you may put a land from your hand onto the battlefield is basically flavor text, because by the time <laughs> you want to be casting a disenchant, you shouldn't be playing a land. But Yeah, pretty much. Okay, but right. we're not first picking it, regardless. No, no. <laughs> I, but if you're playing green, you should consider maybe playing it. Okay. Uh, this is an actual contender for Deep Freeze. It has the same mana cost. It is also blue, and they can only be cast at the same speed. Do you know what it is yet? Does it draw me two cards? It does. <laughs> <laughs> Divination or Deep Freeze? <sighs> I would have to listen to my heart. Mm-hmm. And I would take the divination. It's so hard to get a divination past me. I think I don't want to first I don't want to first pick divination. You have to deep pick deep freeze though. Like I, actually like if I you're think like deep freeze is better but barely. Okay. All right. Uh Mesa Unicorn. I like this card. This is the 2/2 life linker, right? Yeah. 
It's not particularly good, but it's a roll filler. I'm not first picking it. I don't mind putting it in my decks. How about Aesphere Glider? <laughs> two, two, two for three flying can't block. Strictly worst should, welcome turn. <laughs> should, should you should you draft Ice Age cards? <laughs> uh, Actually, I would probably take this, but or not. No, I wouldn't first pick it, but like I'd put this in a Flyers deck. Yeah, right? the deck's fine. If I, needed flyers, to, but... if I needed to fill it out, but. Alright, uh, this next card blows the ever-loving shit out of Deep Breeze. Song of Fraley's. Slam it. I yeah. had that in my deck today. Card is bonkers. Like, bonkers. It did not do work for me because I was bad and behind all the time. Oh, yeah, if your deck's bad, what can it do, right? Yeah. Alright. Our next uncommon... Settle the score. Sorcery, two black black. Exile target creature. Put two loyalty counters on a planeswalker you control. Two black black? Two black black. Sign me up. Better than Song of Fraley's? Yeah. Um, let me let me rephrase this. Is it better? Not sure. In the, do I want to play a deck that runs a black removal spell or Song of Fraley's? Easy. Alright, so you're on Settle the Score over Song. Yeah, and that's I, I'm sure that's totally wrong, but I I don't know. I, Song of Fraley's, I think I don't know. I just I don't know. I don't I don't like the card. I'll just say it. Right. I do not like that card. I think it's a stupid card, right. but it's good. Yeah, <laughs> I think you're wrong, but I get it. That's fine. Yeah. All right. Uh, our legendary uncommon creature, low low cost of four colorless and a black. You can have a 9-3 Frog Spirits. <laughs> yargo, yargo. Better than people probably think. Yep. It's a 9-3 actually matches up pretty well in this format. You know what it does not match up well against, and I can attest to this? The Homorid. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Yeah, I would I would take Settle the Score over Yargle. I would take Song of Fraley's over Settle the Score. Fair enough. And then I have another Mythic Rare. Jesus Christ. It's like being the 1%. I know. Too bad none of them are worth anything because Karn and Teferi have all the value from the set in them. <laughs> this one is super cool, though, and combos really well with Song of Fraley's. It is not Multani. It is Multani's okay. daughter. Muldrotha the Gravetide. Three colorless green, or sorry, green, black, blue for a legendary this creature, 6 card. 6. During each of your turns, you may play up to one permanent card of each permanent type from your graveyard. This card's good. This card is bonkers, especially if you can pack one, pick one it, and build around it. This is the card I lost in the last game of my draft. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully the Song of Fraley's wheels, so you can just ramp her out stupid early and do sweet things. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm gonna take this thing because yeah. I want to just live the dream. I agree. That's just too cool not to. So. Oh yeah. All right. Ooh. Now this 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 pack this pack speaks to me. Deep freeze. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I can inter can I interest you in a legacy playable card? Okay. For the low low cost of one red mana. Okay. You can have a 1-1. One, one. But wait, it gets even better. You can sacrifice a goblin to have oh. one red to your mana pool. 
We are never There's, taking no. prospect in any universe. No. But we no. can dream. We can dream. <laughs> uh, Dominance Trapper. 3-2 for 3 in white. Whenever he casts his Sorg spell, tap target creature and opponent controls. I mean, I've played it, but I don't want to. But it's good prospector. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> uh, Pierce the Sky. 7 damage target creature with flying. Sure. Uh, better or worse than Trapper? It's worse. Yeah, I'm, I'm just... I mean... Seven damage to a creature with flying is not. It's not nothing. Don't get me wrong. It's not. It's not nothing. I think it's. it's I, I think a plummet is a legit card considering they're like that flyers deck is something. Uh, I'll have you I know, mean, sir. This, this is not plummet. I I know. I'm just saying. I've seen a guy die when he casts this on a flyer, and the flyers <laughs> or uh, here he cast Pierce the Sky on a flyer. The flyer got protected by a pump spell, and the yep. flyer. Still didn't die because there was also the Anthem guy in play. Yeah, okay. If this was Plummet, he actually would have won the match, which is I mean, great. It's, it's effectively Plummet. I know. I just thought but, it was funny. Yeah, but I mean, like, there's enough Flyers running around that you care about. The Cloud Reader Sphinx. Um, I mean, people play uh, on Sarah's Wings that Aura. Like, that card's good. Yeah. Um, the one mana blue one, the Flying Cat card. Um, yeah. I mean, Academy Drake. Like, there's... There's much, cards that like this hits relevant cards. Yeah, if you're playing against you know blue or white, this card is probably being boarded in. Oh yeah. If you all flyer. Yeah. So yeah, we're not we're not first picking it. No. <laughs> How about feral abomination? Oh, five wow. five for six black with death touch. Okay. Yep. <laughs> I still think Trapper's better just because it's cost three mana. So. Probably. You have an opinion on Power Stone Shard? Um, I probably would not take it. Okay. Unwind. Three mana negate that untaps lands. I have played this card way more than I should. Yeah, first picking it though, right? Oh god, no. Okay. Deathbloom Thalid? Okay. This is actually a legit thing for me. I'm not sure if Deathbloom Thalid is better than Dominant Trapper. Oh, it is. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean, it is. I, I mean, because basically, right, because they're both three twos, right? Yep. Yeah. So you're looking at the ability of, of of them and everything, and honestly, like, yeah, when you cast a, in the right deck, that when you cast a historic spell, tap a creature, like that's good, mm. but you have to be in the right deck. Deathbloom Cloud just goes in every black deck, and if yeah. I'm first picking something, I just want something that goes in every black deck. <laughs> I agree with that. Alright, Shiv and Fire. Okay, put it on top. Sparring Construct? <laughs> Gideon's Reproach? Yeah, no. Uh, do you have an opinion on Chainer's Torment? I gotta look at this one again. Three colorless and a black enchantment oh. saga. First two chapters deals two damage to each opponent and you gain two life. If, if my opponent plays this card against me in a game, I am happy. I agree. Like, I think this card is actively bad. Uh, I think there might be a deck for it somewhere, possibly, in some universe, but I've never seen one. I think you should just default to not playing yeah. this card. The like, card is not exceptional. Know. Yeah. Because there's a lot of bounce in this format. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about a Howling Golem? 
<laughs> I wish, but no. Uh, Halar the Fire Fletcher. Colorless uh. red green for a 3-3 trample. Whenever you cast a spell, if that spell was kicked with a plus one, plus one counter on Halar the Fire Fletcher, and Halar deals damage, you can number plus one, plus one counters on it to each opponent. Mm. I think this card is actually really good, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's good enough to first pick. Yeah, like, if I'm sitting looking at stuff, and I'm like, I see this card, and then I look over at Shiv and Fire, and I'm like, I just would rather play Shiv and Fire. <laughs> like, yeah. I, that sounds dumb. I think I'll, there's a lot of personal preference with that, though. Yeah, Shiv, the thing is, Shiv and Fire, you're 40% to play. Hello to the Fire Fletcher, you're 20% to play. Yeah. Or, sorry, 10% actually and also it has it working against it i just don't want to be in green red that's fair and that's just me like personal preference but i i mean i'll play it if it's there but i don't know so we all know you love variants yes it's an fact of life what is your opinion on a two colorless red red four four creature giant warrior that whenever a giant two-headed giant attacks flip two coins if both comes up heads it gains double strike if both come up tails it gains menace 25% 25% of the time, it works every time. I mean, what's better, a 4-4 four, for four, 4 that has slight upside or Shiv and Fire? Shiv and Fire? Yep, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Can I point out that we have pack one, picked one, two Shiv and Fires now? Okay. It's <laughs> like Shiv and Fire is a good magic card. See, here's the deal, though. Like, pack two, I like, if, if I pick Shiv and Fire... It goes in any red deck I play. Yep. And I can end up in the Wizards deck, and that's all I want to do. <laughs> okay. Fair. Speaking of Wizards deck, Warlord's Fury. One red sorcery. Creatures you control gain first strike until end of turn. Draw a card. <sighs> You're not first picking this, but... You hope not. <laughs> yeah. Knight of New Banalia. 3-1 for 2 in white. This card is... Super underwhelming. Really? Yeah. I think it's solid. I think I think this card is below solid. I mean, it matches up really poorly against the Sapperlings. It matches up really poorly against like everything. I mean, the nice thing is is that most of the creatures in the format are three twos or two threes. Mm-hmm. So it deals with everything like that. But you know, I mean. Trades with Yargle. <laughs> it does trade with Yargle. Like, I also, I also it being three po- if being three power is relevant, but I just I like this is a card I will put in my deck. I am not like embarrassed to put it in my deck, but like I every time I put one in my deck, I'm like, oh, I wish I had something that was a little better. I also I think it goes really, really well with the Pegasus also is one thing. Fair, but but the thing is is that any creature with power like greater than one goes well with the Pegasus. True. It's just a nice little curve, you know, of two drop and a three drop, but yeah. I get what you're saying. Uh Dark Bargain. Three colorless black instant. Look at the top to graduate library. Put two of them in your hand, the other into your graveyard. Dark bargain deals two damage to you. I haven't played this card yet, but I want to. <laughs> I legit think it's better than Knight of Nubinalia. It's basically Oh, oh yeah, I'd take this over Knight of Nubinalia. Yeah, it's like it's basically like draw two scry one. In yeah. some, in literally any order you want it in, so mm-hmm. it's nice. Yeah, uh, Lanowar Scout. That's the oh, one listen, three that you can put a land into play. 
I had that in my deck, and I was sad it was in my deck. I, I've i had it do work, but not much. It's basically just a curve filler for me. So. Yeah, that's what I had it as. Alright, this one is actually legitimately a contender for Dark Bargain. Blood Tallow Candle. Colorless Artifact. Pay 6 mana, tap sack it. Target creature gets negative 5, negative 5 until end of turn. Yeah. Se- 7 mana to the 2 um, uh, kill a creature is steep, but I mean... It's, it'll kill almost anything. It'll kill almost board. anything, and it's actually good in the format. Yeah, I'd, I mean, I'd probably take that over Dark Bargain, because I can put it in any deck that I want to. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Ancient Animus. Instant, colorless, and a green. Uh, put a plus one, plus one on that counter on target creature you control. If it's legendary, then it fights target creature and opponent controls. Note, this is any creature fighting any creature, not only legendary creatures fighting a creature. Yep. So, how how good is an instant speed, speed prey upon? I think it's fine. You have to be, like it's not good in the Sapperling deck, but it's mm-hmm. good in the other green decks. Yeah, because you're playing playing big dumb idiots. So, is this better than Blood Tallow Candle? Probably not. I'm just like still on the candle, just because it's like this isn't a card that is pulling me hard enough towards green that I want to take it. Yeah, I agree. And it's really easy to wheel them. So yeah. Uh, fiery intervention for colorless and a red sorcery. Choose one deal. Five damage star creature, destroy target artifact. I'm okay with this card. I actually like it more than blood tallow candle. Interestingly enough. I don't know if that's correct. It's just my own personal opinion. I mean, realistically it's, better than blood telecandle in some ways mm-hmm. like being able to nuke an artifact is also relevant because yeah. there are some powerful artifacts in this format so yeah i, I could i i'd go with that right. uh how about another one mana artifact significantly that... worse i'm guessing <laughs> well this one this one has some pretty good upside on it when it's just about you do gain through life yeah okay yeah we're, we're off this one this is that compass isn't it yep navigator's compass yeah mm. no we're not we're not doing that how about a cloud reader sphinx boom better than fiery intervention not sure but it's close enough where i'd probably just take the creature i think it might be three four flyer for five when it uh, enters battlefield scry two like yep. it's an evasive threat which is nice and it sets up your like Scry Two is almost like drawing a card, so that's yeah. that's also really nice. Uh, Cabal Evangel, two two, uh, two two for two in black. Nope. Uh, Memorial to Unity. It's Battlefield Tap. Taps for a green, two colorless and a green. Tap sack. Look at the top for five cards your library. You may reveal a creature card from among and put it in your hand, but then puts the rest in the bottom of your library in a random order. That card's good, but I think I'd rather just still take the Sphinx here. Yep. All right. I need to ask you a Fletcher question, Fletcher. Okay. Are you the Juggernaut? <laughs> Is that what we got here? Juggernaut. Oh, man. Must attack each combat if abled. Cannot be blocked by walls for a 5-3 with four colors. I like this card. A lot. <laughs> Better than most people probably realize, yeah. but it's 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 meh. I think I think you still take the Sphinx. Probably. It's nice that I, it's it's nice that it's yeah. colorless at least. I love Juggernaut. How about Danitha Capuchin? Boom. 
just straight up better than Sphinx, right? I think so. Like, especially first picking it, because like if what if White's at all open, and you can play this card, like she's just stupid. <laughs> like, yeah. Like I've I've had this called card brick wall me more than any other card in the all format. Right. It's just ridiculous. Our rare actually goes really really well with Danitha. Okay. And it's colorless. Oh. And probably one of the best finishers in the format. Oh? Blackblade Reforged. Oh. Colorless legendary artifact equipment. Equip creature gets plus one, plus one for each land you control. Equip to a legendary creature for three. Equipped to any other creature for seven. (sighs) What'd you think? I don't know. My default is to take the creature. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like having having Danitha and just having tricks and auras and other equipment and stuff like that is more upside than having this and, a, and not having a good target for it. Mm. So <clears throat> I understand but mm-hmm. Sorry. I think LSV put it best when he said the thing about Blackblade Reforged that people don't realize is that if you're spending 7 mana and equipping this to a Sapperling, Mm -hmm. you have the Abyss. Yep. I get it. Like, Like I'm, I'm, I'm realizing that with this, but the thing also is that you're spending 7 mana. Yeah. Like that's that's a long ways in the game. I don't disagree, but I also think that this format can go very long. Oh yeah, no, I and I, I don't think seven mana is unreasonable. I mean I was casting those stupid gain ten life things <laughs> with my dirtle deck. So Well, I agree with that. I think I would still default the other way. Like right. I I think I, I think you get one or two good auras and Danitha's just great. And I think you can build a deck that by the time they can put this on something, they're dead. Yeah. I I understand your sentiment, but I do think that uh, Black Blade Reforged being colorless also really helps me. In that's this that's relevant. Because it can literally go in anything. Huh. Yeah. But, yeah. I, and I'm not saying, I don't think it's I don't think it's a like, like slamming Danitha's. I'm not saying I'm doing like I'm. I'm like I'm still like eh, I don't know. I I tend to default to take creatures. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. It'll be our our, our one like... our one disagreements on the correct yeah. pick. So I I feel like I should say too that like my perspective too when I'm when I'm like with my decks too is that I play on arena. So, I don't play a live draft. I'm not worrying about people I run into my pool. I'm not going to see this card. That's true. So, I don't, like, I mean, it's not going to, like, come back at me and get me, you know, really. Yeah, like, I'm, somebody else will just have three of them in their deck because they drafted them in a different pod. I'm not even, th- I don't even, th- I'm not even thinking about that in that regard. It's just, yeah. like, I just like the fact that it's a colorless and yeah. that it's just 
okay in general. So, mm-hmm. all right, next pack. Dub. Three. Dub, dub, dub. Three mana, white enchantment, enchanted creatures, plus two, plus two, has first strike, and it is a knight in addition to its other types. I like this card. That's good. Yep. I don't think it's amazing by any means, but it's good nope. in basically any white deck. So. Yep, it's good. Relic Runner. 2-1 for 2 in blue. Can't be blocked if you cast a historic spell this turn. I mean... Good in the right deck. Yeah, I'm not, like, jumping at that. I, yeah. yeah. You can curve your Relic Runner into Aesir Glider and just spring the beats, you see. Yeah, there we go. Call that value where I come from. Yeah, the value train. Play those two cards. I'm happy. <laughs> Fire Elemental. <laughs> five four for five in red. I, I, sure. Yep. The best way to learn from a book on pyromancy is to burn it. <laughs> so, have you ever seen corrosive ooze do anything ever? Besides, um, be a two two for two. I almost had it be relevant in a game today. Almost. Uh, I had an opponent with a drudge skeleton with a mm. short sword equipped, basically abyssing me. Um, and then I played the ooze, and then the next turn he played that stupid 1-1 flyer <laughs> that when he casts a historic spell, he gets bonuses, and then he equipped his short sword under that. Just beat you to death of that instead. <laughs> yep, exactly, so I'm like, oh, sweet. So, it was it was almost relevant, but... I don't think we're taking a grizzly bear, though. No, no, we're not. Uh, divest. Black, sorcery, target player reveals their hand. You choose an artifact or creature card from it. That player discards that card. I had an opponent play three of these against me in the first four turns of a game. Really? I still beat him. I think that's like one to two too many for a deck. I think... I think it's one to three too many for a deck, actually. Yeah, I think that's three too many for a deck, if I'm being completely honest. I think think Divest is a good sideboard card. If that makes sense. Like, you board in Divest against, like, your opponent who has, like, um, the the helm. Okay. That. Or something like Black Blade Reforged, right? Like, you board it in when you know your opponent has, like, a powerful equipment. Eh. Or anything that they have to, like, reveal. Yeah. I feel like you could play one main and board it out. I don't know. I think you could. I th- like I three is too many. We agree on that. Yes, absolutely. Two, like you could, if depending on your deck, two might be something where it's like eh, one. I think is fine, and I think you board it out if you're playing against, you know, certain decks. Like, yeah, you know. I think my main thing is like if you're behind on board. You probably just die if you top deck this, right? Yeah, I mean, if if you're behind on board, you just die. Yeah, like I don't okay. know. And like that is the metric that matters a lot. In my I opinion. I get it. Like, there. I mean, but you know, there's a lot of cards you just die if you top deck that are good cards too. Still, so like, yeah. I mean, yeah. we you know we talk about how good stuff like you know cards like arcane flight is but guess what if you're behind on board you still likely just die <laughs> you know like Fair. like there's a i think there's a significant portion of cards that just don't do it and that's why i think like one is fine because i mean this is limited creatures are king so it, it will almost always hit something 
Although actually during that when I was playing Wizards, that one the Wizards draft I did, I did have somebody divest me turn one and whiff. <laughs> I don't know I don't know if that's a condemnation on me or them, but <laughs> I, I I think that's a perfectly justifiable keep. <laughs> I, I had a divination, it was fine. Yeah, um, I was saying like if your hand is like Shivin Fire, Shivin Fire Mountain, I don't care what else is in that hand, I'm snap keeping that. So <laughs> but, all right. Uh, probably like the unsung best card in limited in the set, Skittering Surveyor. I don't even know what this card is off the top of my head. Three colorless artifact, one two. When enters the battlefield, you may search your library for a basic land card, reveal it, put it into your hand, then shuffle your library. Huh. Okay. This card is bonkers. Like it's never, it's never gonna win you a game, but it allows you to splash. It fixes your colors in general. It literally goes. In every single deck. This is a 1-2 for 3 that draws you a card. Heroic enabler. Or not heroic. Historic enabler. Yeah, the card's just good. Huh. Like, better than it has any right to be, if I'm being Yeah, it doesn't look good, I'll tell you that. It looks, like, fine, but... No, I assure you, it is a house. Okay. I'll trust you. It's never gonna win you the game on its own, but it will win you the game. (laughs) Primordial Worm. Because Crawworm is no longer good enough. Uh, yes, this is true. Four colors, green, green for a 7 6. Alright. The worm. Yeah, it's good, but you never yep. pick it because it will wheel. Keyword big. Academy Drake. I like Academy Drake. Academy Drake is actually pretty good. Legit. I think that card's legit. It can stay. Yep. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm taking it over Surveyor. I like that Surveyor is colorless. But Academy Drake is probably a pretty close behind it. I haven't played with Skitter yet. I trust you, but I I don't know. Drake, I like Drake. Yeah. So I actually didn't know this card was an enchantment for the longest time. I thought okay. it was a instant or an instant. Uh, Demonic Vigor, Black oh. Enchant or Enchanted Creature. Enchanted Creature is plus one plus one. But whenever Enchanted Creature dies, return that card to its owner's hand. <laughs> Is this card good? This card is not good, but I've okay, actually, I'm like, I've lost to a guy who I shit you not was playing three of them and kept putting them on his Mesa unicorn. Okay. Like, just let I feel like this in. is one of those cards that when my opponent plays it, I'm like, okay, sweet. Yeah, it's like, sure, you're going to get back your dude, or I'm just going to bounce it back to your hand and not get big shit. Yeah. Or kill it in response. Yeah. Power Stone Shard. Nope. Nope. Memorial to Folly. Is that the black one? Black one. Discard? Taps for a black. Nope. Uh, Return target creature card from your graveyard to your hand. Oh, Oh, yeah. I like that. That's a good one. one. Yeah, this one's buyback. This one's good. Better than... Do you think it's better than Academy Drake? I I have... I have a really strong leaning towards creatures always early in the thing, so... Mm -hmm. But it... Pro- it could be. I don't know. Like spell, like spell lands like that that have a relevant spell attached to them are just good. Yeah. Like better than they look. Yeah. It's, it's also really grindy. So I guess it's kind of like, which do you want to be doing? Like the tempo yeah. or the grind? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I'll have to soul search while we look at the other cards. Uh, Shield of the Realm. Two colorless artifact equipment. If, cre- if uh, equipped cost of one. If a source would deal damage to equipped creature, prevent two of that damage. Hmm. Okay. 
real interesting opinion on this. Um, Adrian Sullivan okay. thinks any aggressive deck should run at least the first shield of the realm that they really? have. He thinks the card is really good in aggressive decks because it prevents two damage of any from every source, not just per turn. Okay. So Witch's Lightning deals one. So <laughs> our legendary uncommon is Garda the Blood Flame. Three colorless, black, red, flash. Three, three. And when it enters the battlefield, return to your hand all creature cards in your graveyard that were put from there from anywhere this turn, and other creatures you control have haste. This card is, like, basically a charm. It has yeah. three It has three different modes, all of which are relevant. Yeah. I don't think I'm picking it, but I think yeah. it's good. I don't know. It's just one of those cards that I just look at and I'm like, this card sh- like reads really good, but I'm just kind of like, eh, about it. Yeah, it's fine. Yep. It's good in those colors. Okay. And then our rare... Are we money drafting? Probably. How many isolated chapels do you have in your Esper deck online? <laughs> I have my four. Alright. We so have I don't a, need to take it. We have an isolated chapel. Okay. Alright. Skittering if I was sur- sitting down at a table, I'd probably take it, but yeah. Okay, right. so... Surveyor or Drake? Colorless Mana Fixer or 2-2 two, two for 3? I I know you can do it. I know the format handles it. I am not a splasher. You don't have to be splashing to be playing Skittering Surveyor. I, I get it. I get it. But, like, I'm just, I'm just going to be on the Drake. All right. If, if turn 3, I just want to play that dumb Drake. I'm going to take Surveyor because yeah. I like artifacts. Sixth and final pack. Oh, wow. I went quick. Yeah. Artificer's Assistance. 1-1 one, one Flyer for 1 in blue. Whenever you cast a historic spell, scry 1. Yeah, buddy, no. Nope. Keldon Warcaller. 2-2 two, two for 2 in red. Whenever it attacks, put a lore counter and target Saga you control. That is literally flavor text. Yeah. Because it doesn't do anything. Yeah. Healing Grace? Nope. Nope. Gaia's Protector? Four nope, two. that's the 4 2 stupid yep. thing. Yeah, no. Must be blocked. It's not bad, but it's not great. Dark Bargain? That's definitely okay. the front runner. Yep. We'll take Servants? Cool card, but. Uh, you gotta be in the right deck for it. Yeah, I don't think I'm taking it away. And by the right deck, I mean playing Traxos or something. I yeah. don't really care about the start. Run Amok? Is that the um? Uh, and a red instant target attacking creature has plus three plus three against trample. I like this card. I do too. The card's actually really good. That was that was good in my wizard deck. <laughs> and like just like red aggro is just is yeah. a deck in this format, which I appreciate. So Gideon's reproach deals four damage target attacking blocking creature. Nope. Thalid omnivore. That's the sacrifice plus two plus two. Yeah, this card is like probably the best green on or the gr- best green common. Or sorry, not green, the best black common. That's, I thought, I'm like okay, but sorry, I'm looking at the art. I, yeah, I like that card. That card's good. Better than Ranamok. I'd probably take this. Yeah, right, I'm probably on a two. Jousting lance, two mana artifact equipments. It's plus two plus two, and if it's your turn, it has first strike. Equip cost of three. I keep hearing people talk about how this card is good, and every time I've played it, I've been like, God, I wish this is something else. 
I think the card's pretty good, but I think Thalid Omnivore is probably better. Yeah, I would take. I'm still on the Omnivore. How about Urza's Tome? Two colorless <sighs> artifact, three tap, draw a card, then discard a card unless you exile a historic card from your graveyard. Tempt me not. Card's good, especially I, in a grindy deck. I just like drawing cards. But I'm still probably on the Thalid, honestly. Sorcerer's Wand. One mana, artifact, equipment, equip cost of three. Equip creature is tapped. This creature deals one damage target player or planeswalker. If this creature is a wizard, it deals two damage to that player or planeswalker instead. Nerp. Better than people think. Not first picking it. No. Baird, a steward of Argive. Two colorless, white, white for a 2 4 with vigilance, and creatures can't attack you or a planeswalker you control unless their controller pays one for each of those creatures. Yep, put this one on top. This card is remarkably obnoxious. This card is awesome. I love it. I think Thalid Omnivore is still better, but. I'm, taking this, I'm taking this dumb bastard. I love okay. him. Alright. Can I interest you in a legendary sorcery? Mm, probably not, but okay. How about for the low, low cost of X, green, green? Look at the top X cards of your library. You may put any number of lands and or legendary permanent cards with current mana cost X or less from among them onto the battlefield for the rest of your graveyard. Centuries ago, a barbarian laid his rage to rest. This card is terrible. That's going to say, I'm like, I, I'm like, I, yeah, no. <laughs> terrible. Like, God damn it. You need to already control a legendary creature or planeswalker, and you have to have more legendary creatures or planeswalkers yeah. in your deck. Or, I, I suppose, just... any legendary permanent. I mean, I guess it ramps you, but, like, what are you ramping into? You already have the nut. God yeah. damn. This card's so bad. Yeah, I'm not. No. I, I know I have passed that card numerous times. Alright, so we have three picks where we are slamming the same thing, and okay. three picks where we actually disagree on what our pack one pick one would be. Oh. That might be the first time we've ever disagreed that much. Probably not. Well, in these particular things, so. Okay, that's pretty good though, I know. So it's, it's nice having at least some dissent because, like, I mean, yeah. you know, as I said, I actually have an opinion on this format finally. So because yeah. I've actually played it a few times, and it's it's super nice that this format is like that because, like, and like, neither of us like blatantly is like, oh yeah, the other guy's just wrong either, right? Like, no, we, we're just straight up like, yeah, I I understand your point, I just disagree. Yeah, like I, all the picks you made, I totally, I think they are correct picks like most of mine are leaning towards preference in a lot of ways yeah which is like that's a good thing i think if formats <laughs> allow you to have a preference right yeah and i don't think i'm giving like i'm probably giving up a little bit but i don't think i'm giving up a ton on most of them yeah i don't i don't disagree with that so. uh so something cool that i wanted to mention um channel fireball and pantheon and all those people who tested yeah. together they basically think that blue red wizards is like the best deck in the format to be playing. I agree. <laughs> Finkel actually did something really really interesting. Uh, he was the, one of the feature drafters today. Yep. Pack one, pick one. He had the option of taking a blessed light. Okay. Yep. 
he took I'm trying to remember the exact name of the card. He took a rampaging cyclops over it. <laughs> four mana, four four. Rampaging cyclops gets negative two, negative zero as long as there are two or more creatures blocking it. He took that over the premium removal of blessed lights. Yeah. His reasoning is while Blessed Light is an amazing magic card, like everything you have to play around Blessed Light uh-huh. is garbage. Okay. He does not like white in this format at all. Hmm, okay. Which is really interesting because a lot of people think white is actually super good. Like, I, I've, I've enjoyed most of my decks have had white that I've played. Yeah. Like, I don't just, I don't, I kind of understand what he's saying because, like, yeah. You know, I don't want to look at a Mesa Unicorn and being like, yep, I want that in my deck. Because while it's not bad, it's definitely not good, right? Yeah, Mesa like, Unicorn is, is one of those cards that you put in your deck and you're like, okay. You just kind of like shrug and are fine with it. Yeah. But like, I, it was just really interesting to hear that. So, And then, uh, yeah. Interesting. Just because Russ asked uh, my standard showdown packs... <laughs> As usual, continue to be garbage. I have a foil Dauntless Bodyguard, a foil Swamp, a Master Trinketeer. Do you have any idea what that card even does? I don't. Uh, I just opened one of my Dominaria packs, and I have a Kamalstra Mythic Vow, and that makes me (laughs) sad. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Two colorless white, three two. Servos and Thopters you control get plus one, plus one. Three colorless and a white create a one, one colorless servo artifact creature. Okay. And I got a SRAM, Senior Edificer. And my next pack had a Foil Kumenis Speaker, a Mountain, a Thran, Temporal Gateway, and an Avon Mind Sensor. Okay, you know. Uh, could be worse. They could have set you on fire before you <laughs> had to open the packs. They could have. Like, people were talking like, man, like I, I really enjoy cracking a standard Jodan packs because there's always so much good stuff in them. And I'm just sitting over here like, I keep opening, like, servo tribal cards, and this is not what I want to be doing in my life. Yeah. I mean, you also are kind of one of those people that have everything. Yeah, but, like, when people crack their standard showdown packs and get, like, foil mythics, and I'm like, yep, I got a, I got a marionette master. The world is, the world is so unfair to you. It is. It is highly unfair. You pick up any new cards recently? Uh, I bought those, sir. Those don't count. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't count when you buy the dual lands. It counts when someone gives them to you for free because you wrote articles on a website. (laughs) You jelly. Yes. So, well, now that we're done jerking off for the night, (laughs) if you want to shoot us some feedback, you can send us an email at thelocometa at gmail.com. You can catch us on Twitter at thelocometapc. John, any any last words? I just want to open a goddamn Karn at some point. I'm over three boxes of product opened, and I haven't opened a Karn. Just go look at your dual lands. But all right, <laughs> we will we will catch you next time. See ya.